am so excited to introduce you to a lady who knows lots and lots about finance. And why do we need to know about finance? Because we need to get our finances in shape because you know, times are tough. We need to make the most of what we've got. And it's the new year. We should start it well and we should get on and get everything in order. So uh, I have for you a lady called Jacqueline Brown. Uh, she is the mother of a small tribe of kids, most of whom are teenagers. Uh, she's a flautist. She's been involved in the Wuban Festival. She's uh, been involved in the NCT, that's the National Childbirth Trust. She's got a degree in financial economics, which sounds terribly grown up and serious. And she's part of that strange crowd that includes me that are interested in economics and financial markets. Aren't we a weird lot? Thank you, Deb. It's so <laughs> lovely to be here. Lovely to see you. <laughs> so she is an independent financial advisor. Um, she works for... Um, uh, bespoke independent financial advisors limited and she's come here out of the goodness of our heart to have a chat with us and tell us Thank how you. we're going to get our finances in order hello jacks well it's great to be here and as you say new year and lots of people will be thinking how can i make this better this year for myself and and my family um so yeah good uh, so we're going to make it better. So you've got some tips about what we can do to get our finances in order. So we're mm. going to spring clean our finances. Mm. But I Go thought on. it would be useful um, to, first of all, perhaps have a bit of a reminder for people that it's January. Mm -hmm. We're now in the middle of January and we something are. happens at the end of January. <laughs> you've made me go all sick in my tummy already. <laughs> so January the 31st is the official self-assessment deadline. I'm sure everyone's groaning through Surrey now, but I thought it would be good just to mention that for people because there are, um, as I'm sure, well, you may or may not know that the computer systems tend to creak a little bit towards the end of January. No, I'm very familiar <laughs> with that. And to be honest, it's something I like to put my head in the sand about and I'm sure I'm mm. not alone. So good mm. reminder. Thank you. Yes. Gosh, yes, yes. we needed that. Yeah, so the tax man, you know, he doesn't have a sense of humour. January, one of the darkest months of the year. So at the end of that month, you have to uh, report for duty. Uh, and uh, yes, so I thought it would be useful just to remind people of that. No, that's brilliant. Um, Thank you. You know, I'm a financial advisor rather than an accountant, but I know that, you know, my... my, my um, Friends and uh, colleagues uh, in different firms are super busy at this time of year. No, so I'm sure we'll are. just leave that one there, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we need to get our tax assessments done. Mm. Uh, what else have you got for us? How are we going to make our finances get them in shape this well, year? Well, I think it's good, really, at this time of year. And I do believe I should just say, first of all, you know, not to beat yourself up about your New Year's resolutions, but I think sometimes people take the opportunity over the festive break to kind of think about the year and think about where are they. So I think one of the the first things I'd say is think about, you know, how, how are things? You know, I know, you know, with cost of living, energy bills going up so high, a lot of people are feeling very concerned about how much money is now going out of the door. And, you know, there are so many um, apps out there that can help you track. Your own bank will help you track what you're, what you're spending. And I think a lot of the time people just, just, you know, they don't have the time to look at that. You know, using an app can really save you time and also make you much clearer about where you are. And I think another thing to think about is, you know, if you're taking stock, is just have a think about the calendar year, you know, your big expenses. Everyone has unexpen you know, unplanned for expenses, but it's really sort of getting an idea of where you are. 
And I suppose that feeds into things like, you know, looking at, um, you know, things like where you're spending credit cards. You know, lots of them do offer some very attractive deals, but then the interest rate has gone up hugely and you haven't actually got round to sorting that out. So just again, sort of having a check on things like uh, your, you know, where, where spending's going on credit cards and that you're not paying too much by uh, keeping those, um, keeping money on them if you can possibly avoid it. Yeah, and perhaps... I mean, this is me giving advice and I don't know, but perhaps making the biggest payment you can on the month just so you don't have too much interest. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. 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 And, you know, and things have changed in 20... Yeah, exactly. You know, and and things changed a lot in 2022 in terms of interest rates. So one of the other things to look at really is, you know, in terms of, you know, interest rates that you can get on your savings. Mm -hmm. And... um, you know, I think that you know that's a, that's a good thing to ha- to have a look at. You know, interest rates were point one, you know, just over a year ago, and now they're at three, you know, three percent. So, consequently, banks have been very slow um, to increase their interest rates on their accounts. But if you do shop around, there's some really good deals, and there's lots of consumer websites that can help you look at stuff. There's the money saving expert. Everyone knows Martin Lewis. We do, yeah. Um, and there's also a great, um, specifically for women, but the information that is there just as relevant for men is uh, boringmoney.co.uk. Boring money. That which is a bit brilliant. more... <laughs> which is how a lot of people feel about it. But, you know, it's packed full of information and uh, videos and l- lots of stuff, lots of pointers. So I'd, I'd highly recommend having a look at that. It's all free to use and accessible. You just need to sign up. That's brilliant. That was one of the questions I was going to ask you is where can we find out about mm. these bank accounts that have got the good deals so that's martin lewis and boring money that's mm. fantastic mm. okay good um so we're gonna we're gonna get our tax, assess- tax assessment done we're gonna move um our credit cards we're gonna move the money around on those if we can mm. uh, to get a better deal and we're gonna pay off as much as we can um and we're going to try and get better interest rates on our savings yes. accounts um, is there anything else that we could do to get our finances into shape? I think other things, you know, moving more into kind of investment world is other things to look at are, are really things like your pension. Mm-hmm. So nowadays, everyone in work, um, pretty much, I mean, there are some exceptions if you're very young or you're earning less than 10,000, but most people will be offered a pension by their employer. And I think that's an area that it would make sense to, to have a, a good look at that. Um, to really understand, you know, do you want, you know, do you know what, what what's being offered by your employer in the pension? Uh, you know, in terms of quite often, certain employers will offer something called matching contributions. So whatever you put in, they put in. So it's kind of money for nothing, which is like a Dire Straits song that I know, <laughs> but I won't sing or do air guitar to right now. But yeah. but that's a fantastic thing if you can, you know, if your employer's up for it, yes. then that is a brilliant way to. Uh, max out your pension as much as possible isn't it yeah yeah absolutely pensions are one of those things again like self-assessment returns that you try and stick your head in the sand about because it all just feels far too complicated and difficult Mm. doesn't it Mm. but i do know having got to a certain age that you think if i'd put in a bit more money if i'd started a bit earlier i'd have a bigger pot by now so it's well worth getting on top of it as soon as you can isn't it yeah yeah absolutely the amount of time and yeah. interest compounding is the thing Einstein put it or so, someone it, yeah <laughs> length of time is, is is the most but even if you know even if uh, you know you feel that there aren't that many years until you want to look at how you how much you know your work-life balance it's still very worthwhile to to make sure that you're doing as much as you can brilliant and just finally on this section what about ISAs is there anything what you know are, are they still good yeah, well, ISAs, um, the government 
So with pensions and ISAs, the government does offer certain you know, allowances in terms of the amount of tax that you pay. So with a pension, the government under certain schemes will actually top up what you're putting in. And with the ISA, any money that you put into the ISA is also free of the income tax and potentially capital gains tax that you would normally get in a normal investment account. So with an ISA, you're allowed to put in up to 20000 in in one tax year. And so the tax year, as we all know, sort of ends in early April. So now is a good time to start thinking about what, what you're able to do. Brilliant. That sounds fantastic. And um, yeah, so it, are we done on the, on the the spring cleaning bit? Yes. I think, Got well, that's quite ideas. a nice to-do that's list quite, building there, is isn't it? quite a big list. I do agree. <laughs> I do agree. So we did have a chat about also trying to make sure you've got some sort of financial resilience mm. worked into your finances, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, because I think a lot of people are worried about how much bills are going up. And, I, and you know, and also potentially being, you know, there's lots of talk about, you know, the economy not being so bright this year and thinking about, well, what would I do in that situation? And I think, you know, although it's, you know, it can be quite difficult, it's really, you know, as we said into the budgeting at the beginning of this, is thinking about money that you can just set aside. So what we call, um, you know, quite often talk to clients about how much money can you put aside for emergency? Say if you suddenly lost your job or, you know, you suddenly got ill or you had to look after someone. Think, you know, as we know, you don't know what life is going to throw at you and your circumstances can, can change quite quickly. So something, you know, a little pot, um, you know, quite often people call it your rainy day fund uh, for things that you weren't expecting, like the boiler going or the, the, you know, the big end of the car, which is about my level of technical expertise. <laughs> but yeah, having, you know, thinking about that and putting it into a, a separate pot um, is, it would be a really good idea. So, yeah, so emergency funds. And then, of course, there are different products that are available that you can look at if you wanted to perhaps have some, you know, kind of insurance to cover you for those periods of time when you're not able to to work. Okay, that's brilliant. Um, I was thinking about if you... Um, so how small amounts add up. So I was thinking that if you had a cup of coffee every day on the way into the office... And if that cup of coffee costs you £2.15 and you have one a day for five days a week, over a year you'd spend £559. Mm. So that actually is quite a lot of money, isn't it? So mm. maybe you could have only one cup of coffee a week and you could save up a few hundred quid that way. Mm. Um, maybe, I've actually even seen, I, I don't really go to Costa that much, but I don't go for the exotic coffees, but I see that the top coffee costs over £6. No, really? No, truly. It's like, wow. So if you had, I mean, I'm sure you wouldn't have one of these every day, but maybe you would. Um, mm. If you had one of those every day for five days a week, that would be 1560 quid a year. Goodness. Goodness. So, yeah. And if you're a smoker, I'm sure it all adds up the same. So, you know, maybe those little things you could have, maybe fewer of them or trade down to the less expensive coffee mm. and you could save some money that mm. way. Definitely. And I think, you know, again, sort of keep just sort of knowing what, you know, how much money is going on these things. So that really makes you think, doesn't it? It does. But it's also, you know, potentially just parceling that off before it goes into your general spending account, if you like. So over time, you know, every month, um, you know, investing has shown that if you invest 
every month through good times and bad times that really can build up into a into a into a bigger sum um but yeah it's very interesting that um you can <laughs> that so much money can can just be whittled away really so it's yeah. a bit shocking Frittered it? away yeah. yes and not that i'm trying to do people out of you know their business no but, you know, no 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 if we need to save some money that might be no no we well as a mum of four some. i quite often well as they know i can only speak after my first cup of coffee in the morning <laughs> that i have at home that is brilliant so um that was uh, jacqueline brown independent financial advisor and she's working for bespoke independent financial advisors limited and um if you want to get in touch with her, you can send us an email and then we'll put you in touch with her Great. Thanks so much, Deb. That's the the way to do it, I think. So, brilliant. Thank you so much for coming along, Jackie. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been really fun having you here. 